Escape of Cthulhu presents Call of Cthulhu Scenario The Code by Christopher Lackey with Lynn Hardy. So let's see. Last session, we uh, had all received a telegram from our uh, eccentric friend, Kenneth Connolly, who we had not uh, seen for a while and knew from various places. Um, we made our way to, uh, he was uh, a former professor at Miskatonic Engineering, I think, but I don't quite recall what kind. And physics. Uh, physics. Okay, thanks. And um, he had uh, left the university quite a while. Like I said, it's been about 10 years since any of us have seen him. We made our various ways there, uh, had a pleasant chat with the fellow at the gas station, and uh, found out some, that he was waiting for us up in the house with his, um, uh, let's see, sister and her, is it her husband, male friend? Anyway, um, sister his and His girlfriend husband. and her There brother. we go. That was it. Thank you. Sorry. Anyway, we got there and were met by the uh, butler slash manservant. Uh, I think the gardener, in fact. Gardener, yes. I, I kind of thought he was uh, doing triple duty. Or he was, and that's the yeah. issue, because he doesn't know how to deal with the duties. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to deal with the garden duties, but not the uh, interior, uh, the important stuff, like what silverware goes where. That's right, yeah, but if we irritate him enough, maybe he'll try to prune us down. Who knows? But right. uh, uh, this is a horror, a horror game, after all. Anyway, we got there, got our rooms done, and... Um, our host and his acquaintances, or not acquaintance, but host and um, the other people. Actually, the other people had left, right? His girlfriend and her brother had actually left. They got left. kicked out. They had a fight. Yeah, that's right. Apparently. Yep. Anyway, we all got our rooms, and uh, when they didn't appear, we started poking our nose around and found a very fancy, possibly rocket contraption in, uh, I think, the library, middle of the library, and all his notes from about the past five years. Um, there, there was a little bit of scuffling over intellectual property and what the <laughs> heck is this thing. And uh, then we all kind of split up, and several of us started seeing uh, strange things, like, hey, wait a minute, did that uh, did a person go in that room? Or, oh my God, who? somebody, one of us, appeared on the steps and said something very uh, terrifying. And uh, I think it's about that point we uh, pretty much ended it. Anything important I skipped? Not, not that I could hear. No. So. Yeah, guess not. It, it was Claire, right? Uh, some version of Claire who said, oh, my God. Is that right? That was on the It stage? was Anna Solis. Yeah. An it was oh, it was Anna Solis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we were about to sit down for dinner, right? We finally yes. convinced the gardener to get dinner on the table. It is getting yeah, cold. Yeah. Right? yeah, and in fact, you had just talked to Anna Solis, like, what's wrong, what's wrong? She's like, oh, yeah. I don't know, I don't, nothing's wrong, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. The gardener yeah. picked up the wine, that's what's wrong. Right, exactly, yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. Well, we have, we don't have the right, right kind of so, wine for the, for the meal, but. No, some of you, I, I'm, you know, Rory Malone actually left to look for the missing piece. Um, understood. There's a missing piece on the glove, and right. and Malone believes that that missing piece is gonna allow us to actually start it on and and figure out what what the suit does. So, 
Okay. Why don't we figure out where we all are then? Because I think uh, Claire, who's my character, and uh, who came up? Oh, it was actually Simon. No, you're... Wait, who, what do you mean you're your character? Well, I had been upstairs and uh, poking around in the room, and I think Simon came up. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, that was who it was. And the two of us said, well, there's nothing in here. And we had started to descend the stairs. Maybe we're already there. But we were heading for dinner. And then you got Anna Solis and um, Basil Sinjin Smith. <coughs> and, um, <laughs> and I think Patricia, who were already there. Is that right? And that leaves us with uh, Robert and... Well, you mean Robert. Claire. So Claire, Claire, Basil, and Ennis Elise are in the dining room right now. You are walking down the stairs with Simon. Robert was about to run out to tell you all to go looking for something, but uh, probably walked out at around the same time that uh, there was this odd confrontation with Ennis Elise, who mm. didn't know what was going on. But yes, wherever you are in the house, the uh, there's a certain smell of... Uh, of beef, you know, floating through the air right now as uh, William puts out the food, covers it, and as you suggested, puts out, you know, not great wine, but fine, you know. And, uh, yeah. And sort of stand, stands, over, stands over in a corner as he thinks he's supposed to, waiting for you all to ask him <laughs> to do something. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, is there a bell that you ring for dinner? Oh, no, Before we... the household that uh, dinner is, has been served? Oh, I, um, well, it's usually not that many of us, but I, I can find a bell for you, sir. Yes. So I'll go, I'll go look in the kitchen, see if there's a bell. If there is one handy, it would be the proper thing to do. If there is not, uh, you know, I do not and wish to tell just... you how oh. to run your household. <laughs> So it's about three minutes, and then you hear what you are pretty sure is something like a, a ladle or something hitting a pot. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> kind of off in the distance-ish, and, uh, and the door opening up, and dinner is served! Well, that should certainly summon the rest of the household. <clears throat> certainly, yeah. uh, Dr. I wonder if the ghosts Seamus will come join us for dinner. Diana comes in, sits down. Yeah. Well, yes, of course. This house is clearly haunted. Well, yeah, but it's haunted by us. Well, we don't know that it's only haunted by us. It may be haunted by a great many spirits. Hmm. Do you know something about these spirits? Perhaps we could have a seance. A seance? Pishtosh. No, no, talk to the spirits. Use them. Use them for what, dear lady? For information. These Diana tools, says, that's oh, do you... the, uh, that's the uh, life energy of a, of a building often does uh, communicate with us, mostly uh, in, our, in our sleep. That this, sounds fascinating. Well, in this case, at least one of the ghosts appears to be from our future. 
Miss Lafarge. Oh. Well, that is interesting. Well, especially since it's you, sweetie. <laughs> well, perhaps, uh, yes, perhaps I have traveled in time. Well, perhaps. Let's just hope that it's not really your ghost of the future because that means you're dead. <laughs> well, at some point in the future, I'm, I'm sure I will be. <laughs> yes, but you don't look a day older than today. <laughs> Oh, I was still young. You're still wearing the same clothes. Oh, oh, that is upsetting, yes. <laughs> and you say I was, I assume I've uh, sat down by now. and I'm Oh, I've yes, assumed you all passing around the, the yeah. beef and the potatoes. Okay. And yeah. Some sort of mashed up something, something with some gravy. Yeah. I, uh, it's fine. It's not great. I, I was, I was <laughs> scared. You say. What, what was I scared of? What you didn't say. No. Well, what did I'll you... have to remember to be more clear next time when it actually happens. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting. Well, did anybody else find anything of interest? Are Patricia and Simon out in the hallway when Robert came out of the uh, library, or has everyone made their way to the dinner table at this point? Uh, I had assumed everybody was going to the dinner table, but I, if you wanted to run into Robert before you went into the dining room, that would be fine. Uh, well, I think Patricia and Simon were probably headed that way, but I think you said Robert stuck his head out. So I guess it all depends on Robert, that sneaky guy. What's what's he up to? <clears throat> I'm avoiding avoiding um, Patricia <laughs> for sure. Okay. Are you heading for <laughs> dinner or are you sticking out in the hallway? No, I do believe that um, I will have dinner later, like. I don't feel comfortable with everything that that is going on. Um, you know, um, I I I don't feel like this is normal at all. You know, from from our friend Ken, well, my friend, um, and I will start looking around the house. Well, yeah, Patricia's hungry, but. I'm not sure she's gonna stand by and and see that that fella there not go into the dinner table and poke around the house by himself. <laughs> so uh, I think she'll walk up to him and say, uh, "Mr. Malone, I believe that was the call to dinner. Aren't you hungry?" Uh, no, not now. Um, but I thank you. It's and cool. what will you be doing instead? Well, we're guests of the house. So why, why don't you go and have some dinner and I will maybe just go back to my room. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Go back, go back to your room or look for more property for you to steal from your good friend. My, my eyes start to kind of blink 
my left eye starts to blink very fast. <laughs> yeah. nice. I don't know where you mistaken me for, but um, are you mistaken me for? But um, you're. I, I believe that you are completely wrong here. I the only one that has been taking things away, and that is you, Miss Boom. So I'm actually looking for for Kim. We should all be doing that instead of waiting for dinner. Well, perhaps I'll join you then. Okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever works for you. And I'll start kind of walking around the house and um, see, you know, I'm actually not hungry and I'm a little bit worried and, and also a little bit drunk. So I'll start wandering <laughs> around the house <laughs> and, um, and, and see what I can find because, you know, I'm at this point in time, I don't believe I'm starting to worry, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, Fisher will probably maybe pick up on that after the initial sort of cold shoulder and start talking to you along those lines. But maybe we'll wait those, hold those conversations off for later. And we can probably go back to, uh, <clears throat> to the dinner table while she considers thawing out. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's start with the dinner table. Uh, Professor Quinn is extremely excited by all the, you, know, you. You have to you have to look at these things. It's just amazing all the all the the notes and the the the, the advances he's made and just astonishing. I I can't even begin to understand part of them. And and Diana's like I have I've I've studied physics for. For many years, I've never seen anything like it before, and there's such odd symbols and things on the on the equipment too. Odd symbols? Oh yes, yes. There's there's a little bit of what I think is Greek and a little bit of Latin, and then there's these other symbols on it as well that I I don't know what they are. They're a language or a Maybe just some sort of notation he has, or it's just, it's hard to tell. It's all very interesting. Hmm. So you think you're getting the hang of it, huh? Well, no. I mean, I think it would take uh, quite a lot of study to understand it fully, but uh, certainly it's, you know, it's, it's, it's very impressive. It's somehow he's created this small unit of power it's containing it in a way that seems to be, you know, well, well thought out, well thought out. I just, uh, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if uh, Mr. Uh, Con, Mr. Malone was able to find the box. The box? Well, yes, he, he noticed that there was a part of the glove arrangement that had some sort of rectangular type area that looked like it might uh, hold the uh, hold some sort of uh, control panel or so I can't even begin to think of what it is but it's clear that there's circuitry that only work when that uh, when whatever's there is forming the linkages between them oh 
And Mr. Malone has gone off to look at it and is snubbing dinner. Oh, yes, he's not here, is he? No. I'm sure he'll tell us if he finds it. He's not missing much, I'm sure. (laughs) Bread in the room would be fine. Although this is... We should not complain. And uh, William looks a little bit like, well, is there anything else I can do for you all? Maybe just another bottle of red, honey. Oh, I'll get right on that. Walks out of the room, closes the door behind him. It is... uh... Sing when they listen. Well, maybe we should all help look for this this box thing. This, I, I must admit, I, I do not understand this uh, even the slightest what these rockets are, but uh, there is the, the very odd book that he left that I think I will look into this evening after dinner. All right. Is there any other conversations people want to have over dinner? Not Mr. Malone, where are you headed in your exploration of the house? So I will start with the second second floor. Why not? Um, mm-hmm. There is mm, mm, we were all given different rooms. Then we go back to the map from the first um, session. Mm-hmm. So four, two, three, two, and seven, four. Two, three. What is what is the number six? Uh, you do not know yet because you have not opened it up. Okay, so that's what I will head to. Okay, <clears throat> not a problem. I look over uh, my shoulder, you know, trying to keep an eye on Patricia. <laughs> She's <laughs> right there. It's a slight frown on her face. Wait, are you, are you following behind him? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were eating dinner. My bad. <laughs> no, no, I'm not letting this. Uh... <laughs> well, I deliberately dropped that clue about the uh, the box. So you would be what? What? Intellectual property. Run. Exactly. Exactly. I don't trust this guy at all. Oh, you dropped it in dinner. You mean? Yeah, yeah because yeah. I thought that's where you were. No, that's great. So, yeah. So you uh, you go up to the room. Are you like? Close at his heels? Are you skulking behind him? What's your distance between the two of you? I believe I'll be trying to, uh, you know, she doesn't want to feel like she's just trailing. She's usually in her professional capacity, always in control. So she'll at least be, you know, walking beside him, kind of giving him the eye sideways. All right. Uh, yeah, Mr. Malone, you uh, open up the door there, and uh, mm-hmm. it's I, I will knock first, you know, What's out that? of courtesy. I will knock first. Okay. Hello? You don't hear anything? 
Okay, I will open it then. Uh, so you open it up. It's a large master bedroom. There's a you know four poster bed there, a large bureau, a small writing desk in the corner. Um, there is a man sitting on the edge of the bed. He's got Ooh. his back to you. He says, uh, Lizzie, dear, let's eat in the library. And he turns around and he says, Robert, Patricia, what are you doing here? And you recognize him. This is Kenneth Connolly. Ken, we've been waiting for you. What what, what have you been doing here? We've been Mm -hmm. waiting for you the whole afternoon. What do you mean you've been waiting for me? Don't you remember? You invited us. You reached, uh, invited you? What are you talking about? You said you had been, um, you had completed your, made this greatest scientific discovery of all time. And uh, you invited your friends, as you usually do, to, to celebrate it. Is this some kind of joke? Is this some sort of gag so, of some sort? I look over at Robert Chen- concerned now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Chen, do I do I have the telegraph that he sent to us with me by any chance? I don't know. Do you? Uh, what do you want me to roll to have it? I will No, I just I want you to tell me if you have it or not. Okay. Tell me yeah, if your I do, characters I do. Of would have it. So That's... uh I, I will I will have it. So I will put it out from my from my jacket and approach him and show him the telegraph. You send me these telegraphs. You can see on September 15, and many of your Wait. friends and Patricia also receive it. <laughs> wow! And uh, he's like, "Wait a minute. Let me let me get some light in here." And he pulls open the curtain, and it's a wow. bright, sunny day outside. Oh, uh, and we're so in the you evening, give right? Me sanity rolls because yeah. yes, we are outside. I'm clearly, clearly more focused on his disposition because that's a zero one. Right, so that that's a one point of sanity loss. I, I get a ninety seven, so <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's a fumble. So it normally would be a D six, but because you're a ninety seven. Oh, that's exciting. Why don't you uh give me uh, an idea roll? Okay. I pass the idea roll. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> All right. So would you like to uh, dictate your your uh, temporary insanity, or would you like me to do it for you? Uh, no, just go ahead and do it for me. Because um, my level of shock when, when you know, I see my my friend talking like this is too, you know, too concerning for me. Uh, so if I look outside the window, is there a window that, you know, um, is there a window with uh, daylight? Yes, that's that's what's causing the sanity loss. The sanity it? loss. Yes. You know that it's okay. it's quite dark outside, and it, he's pulled back the window, and it's bright bright outside. As if it was just a a summer morning. Um, okay. I think that you are going to be paranoid. I have a suggestion. Oh, please jump in. Clearly, this might be Patricia's fault. 
Well, that's where I was going with the parents. Ah. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> I was not going to miss an opportunity for the character interaction of 2020 <laughs> to fully realize and embrace itself. One step uh, ahead you are of me. quite sure that Patricia is somehow behind this oddness. You can decide if you wish to berate her for it or pretend to play along, but for the next, oh good, eight rounds or so, <laughs> you oh, are wow. quite sure that uh, Patricia is involved in whatever is going on here. Okay, so I was uh, walking so around the house. he looks at the telegram, he says, this doesn't make any sense. Look at the date on this. This is this this is eight months in advance. How did you get this? Is this some sort of some sort of phony telegram? How do you even get Western Union to do that for you? Just so I, I will get you. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say just I, before I we we hear something really good from Robert, and I, I will be regretting it. Can I ask a quick question? Sure. Does he seem to be wearing? I, mean, I saw a person with a pants leg. Male pants leg and uh, I think some shoes disappearing into a room upstairs. Does he seem to be dressed in that fashion? He's got the same boots, but not the same pants. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Sorry, Randall. Oh, yes. No, no, that's okay. Robert, I mean, it's always a pleasure to see you, and I'm so glad you're here. I want you to meet Lizzie. I, I think she could be the one. So, you know, I've been walking around the, the place with uh, the glass of uh, whiskey or whatever it is that I was drinking. And I will kind of sniff it, uh, look back at Patricia, uh, look at Kim, take the glass and put it there on the desk and, and just get them, get them in the way of, um, you know, Patricia and Kim and... And I will hug him. It's been a while, Kim. And I will kind of hug him and tell him, whispering his ear, ah, but Patricia is drugging us. We need to get out of here. <laughs> okay, give me some sort of roll on that. <laughs> Lord knows what it would be, but... She, she's, after, she's after your experiment. <gasps> He okay, so yes, so he is. You don't even have to roll now. Okay, he's, he's stiffened, <laughs> like, and he's like, "Are you sure?" Yes, she stole some papers. Patricia, yeah, so would glad you like to, to give a listen I, roll uh, to hear what the oh, going I would on. Try to, I would I'm so glad to see you, Ken, again. Oh yes, um, that is a nineteen. Which is how good is her listen? Yeah, that's a hard success. <clears throat> I mean, I I know he's trying to be sneaky, but he's also in a little bout of madness here. You clearly hear Robert say this. <laughs> Does the phrase "every word" come into uh, this role? Yeah, you, cert- you certainly hear enough if you don't hear every word, and and yeah, just seeing yeah. just seeing uh, Kenneth's reaction is enough to confirm whatever you think you might have heard. Yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth, don't be fooled. More than one friend, there's been more than one falling out over intellectual property. You know I've helped you in the past. Robert here has been on the lookout 
for every You're Russian spy. You're Russian spy. <laughs> what? What on earth? Well, well, it's nineteen. That's gonna sidetrack me a little sorry, bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Not the Russian. Let's see. The German, German spy. spy. German yes, spy. Yes. German spy. <laughs> uh, well, now I will want to persuade Roll, or at least a fast talk. Well, no, he believes it. It shouldn't be fast talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It's one or the yeah. other. You can pick which one. Can I make some kind of uh, opposed roll for? Uh... Let, him, let him see if he can influence the churn <laughs> okay. of events before Let's you see. get a chance to turn this Titanic out. Fast talk is not gonna be, but I'm very persuasive. Let's oh see. no! Oh, lucky you! Seventy-one's a failure. Mm. <laughs> He is uh he is unconvinced that uh, Patricia is German now is it is that what we settled on? Yes. Uh, yeah. He's un- he unconvinced of that. He says um look I I don't I don't know why you're here but I uh, uh obviously you both know that I'm somehow know I'm working on something and uh, it's important that we keep it a secret just between the the three of us. Well and, and Lizzie of course. Sud, I'm I'm looking for the missing piece. We're, let's get out of here. Let, let's go with the others. Kim, red-handed. Stay, red-handed. Let's stay away from her. Let's stay away from her. And I point you, I point immediately to him. I said, "Don't listen to this man. We have a legal history. He's trying to steal your invention." All right. Well, now I will need a fast talk. <laughs> Fast talk for me? Well, unless you truly believe that that's what Robert's up to, which I don't know where you'd get that, but you know. I don't know, man. I think that's been the thrust of my in- entire evening since we found the notes. I've been it's true. You have not trusted anybody. So, all right. Yeah, no. sure. Go ahead. Give no, a persuasion. No, no, no. It, it's, it's especially Robert. But yeah, okay. Where is my persuasion? Oh, no, not very persuasive. This doesn't work out in court, I guess, because I fail miserably. <laughs> and he uh, he sort of puts his hands on your shoulder, Robert, and puts his hands on yours and Patricia and says, look, I, I don't I don't know what this is about, but it, it seems like from this telegram, you're telling me that that sometime I will invite you to this house. That's it's marvelous. It means the machine works. I, what I can't exactly wait, can't wait to tell Lizzie. She's going to be so excited. What exactly does this machine do? Well, Lizzie, Lizzie left you. What? She would never leave yeah. me. Yeah, she she left with his brother. Are you sure he's his brother? Her Kim? brother. Her, her brother. Her brother. Her brother. Yeah. What? Her brother? Who's her brother? He was her brother, right? Supposedly. Yeah, but he might not be here yet because he didn't. He might not be. Later. Yeah, he, he might not be here yet. And he might not be David. her brother. David, <laughs> right. David's yeah. her brother. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her oh, brother is David. Yeah. I see. She's she's playing you as well. Uh all the women in your life can just like <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> Wow. You're saying Lizzie, Lizzie is going to betray me and that she has a brother who's going to help? 
Well, I uh, I don't even know if if that guy is uh, her brother or not anymore. To be honest, <laughs> I will definitely glare at this point at Robert, and I will say, William, perhaps you should sit down again. Do you feel well? We're talking Just about. Sit, sit, sit away from me. You put that thing on my on my drink. I'm pretty sure she she's behind all of this. I will. Yeah. I'll, Let's go and meet the others. Let's go to the dinner room so we can discuss. Wait, there are the others, others here. Huh. I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. <laughs> all your real friends. I'm going to. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to gently try to push William down. Says, "You must not be feeling well." What? Please. No, I feel. Wait, you're trying to push who down? Um, Connolly. Oh, okay. You said I thought you said William. He said no, no. If there are others here, I I, I should say hello. Of course. But is there is there a reason not to? Dear, you, you don't, you uh, don't okay. even realize you don't even realize what day it is. No, I'm Basil not. You know what realize day it is. Claire is here. So you're offering me a. I need you each to have a roll off and persuade. Let's just do it that way. <laughs> oh man! Oh, ninety three. Eighty four. He better go with us to find out who's telling the truth. Well, he's not particularly persuaded by either of you, but he's more not persuaded by Patricia. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's. He says, no, no, Patricia, I, 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 I will certainly hear you out. Uh, I write, I, you know, but uh, if there are people here, I, I must be the courteous host. I mean, I am now, you know, Lord of the Manor. <laughs> and uh, he sort of puts his hands each of your shoulders and uh, starts walking out the door with you. Uh, yeah. Okay. I will, you know, uh, rush by his side. Uh, I will, uh, yeah, I will take his arm, but lean behind his back and look at Robert and <laughs> <laughs> silently what is wrong with you there's no words yeah so uh there's a there's a brief three stooges moment when all three of you are trying to get through the door <laughs> <laughs> and then uh robert eventually sort of pushes forward uh patricia you walk out you've got your arm sort of hooked and your other hand is sort of suspended in the air and there's no back where there was a back before Oh, it's not. He's not there. If I could get another Sandy roll, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I think that's another pass. Sorry. One for a pass. D six for a loss. It is another pass. Yeah. So I will kind of stagger and no longer leaning on the arm and kind of look, look around and back at Robert. What is this? And did I did I see that as well? Oh yes, yes. You as soon as you walked out of the room, your your friend who was walking out with you wasn't there. Okay, but it's still between the eight rounds, so I'm still um, affected oh, yeah. by my bout of madness. So sure. no roll, right? No roll. I will that's just. Fine. Oh, <laughs> what's happening? I will just rush towards the but room. Now that you've reminded me of it, you are convinced that Patricia must have done something. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> Yes, for sure. So I will. I will look. You know, safety numbers. So I will look for the others in the in the dining room. All right. So you're running down the stairs to the first floor. Great. Yes. Patricia, yes. what are you doing? I will. After a moment, I kind of imagine this 
kind of moment where uh, Kenneth disappears and we both kind of stagger, looking in the air, then look at each other, and then Robert takes off running. And I will, uh, I'm going to follow and say, "What are you doing? What, what is this?" But yeah, I'm, I'm on his heels, not trying to catch him so much as kind of keep up with him. If that makes sense, I don't really want to catch him. No telling what he's capable of, but yeah. Sure, sure. When I was a child, when we somebody did something wrong, they would rush to try to be the first one to tell my mother because, you know, <laughs> she would not necessarily believe them, but she would get so exasperated by the fact that we were fighting that no everybody would get thrown away, thrown everybody would get thrown out of court. So actually, I feel like that's what's going that. on here. Yeah, I actually Both rushing to be the first one. Yeah, perhaps I can shoulder past him into the dining room. <laughs> uh, you took a moment to pause, and Robert's in reasonably good shape and a little mad, so I'm going to give him a slight edge in this foot okay. race. <laughs> I don't feel like making Dex rolls to run downstairs. It's... Right, right. So the rest of you off. are enjoying a pleasant dinner. <laughs> it's fine, you know, when you're discussing things, when the door practically flies open and Robert rushes in. Uh, Mr. Malone. Don't drink anything. Don't drink anything. Patricia, she's she's trying to, to poison us. We we found Ken and then he wasn't there. And it was day it was daylight in his room. We we should go all together to, to that room. Come come with me. Ah, so you have seen one of the ghosts too. And you see Professor Connolly is one of the ghosts. Can I burst in at this point? <laughs> now, Professor Connell, he's a ghost? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's, yes. I will, you know, get closer to Basil. Where did what, you what see What are you talking saw? about? What, what, what ghost? It was Ken. Ken, uh, he, he said that uh, we, we are in the future from his from his perspective and well that would make perfect sense because i am in the future too <laughs> you are in our future professor Connolly is in our past clearly there are ghosts from the past and the future converging on this house remarkable remarkable i'm confused what is going on <laughs> Well, we were just about to open another bottle of wine. Perhaps you will join us. No, no, no. Don't, don't drink it. Uh, Patricia oh, is sealed. behind all of this. Patricia is behind all of this. That is absurd. This must be some plot to steal your friend's property. Oh, dear. Oh, you. Seems the both of them are quite, uh, quite upset. Yes. I don't believe we can rely on either of them. The, clearly, the concept of being in a haunted house has sent them both over the edge. We really should be uh, uh, talk about this after the meal. It is not. Uh, it is not good to mess with your food while you are eating. At the haunted house comment, I'm going to take kind of a, a survey of the table quickly to see if anyone looks skeptical. Or uh, alarm. Or, or ghostly. Or ghostly, yes. <laughs> or any of that. <laughs> yes. Before I sit down. Is anybody particularly skeptical? Probably not. You guys were all talking about ghosts before we came in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will. We are 
eminently uh, the opposite of skeptical gullible. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will plop, Patricia will plop down in her chair and uh, hold her glass out for <clears throat> for the wine, uh, whoever's pouring, Anna Salise or the, uh, <clears throat> or William, and say, make it a tall one. I will pour wine for Miss Boone. Thank you. Or sorry, yeah, Miss Boone. Mr. Malone, do you keep to join us? He's going to grab a chair and he's going to sit on the table, but he's not going to drink or eat or say anything. He's, <laughs> you know, looking at everyone with his arms crossed over his, his chest. I just realized this is it. This is the moment, the disbelieving ghost that brings the two former enemies together. Mm. <laughs> now, tell us tell us what Dr. Conley had to say. He didn't realize what day it was. He said he thought Lizzie was still here in the house, but not her brother David, and couldn't believe any of us had been invited. All was, right, so stop stop right there. Oh, sorry. Um, Robert and Patricia, that is what uh, you 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 believe that you were told that um, that Lizzie had a brother David. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of you are reasonably sure that you heard about Lizzie's cousin David. This is the first time you've ever heard anybody say that Lizzie had a brother named David. Oh. Carry on. Okay. Yeah, so I'll just say that it's... <clears throat> he, he didn't seem to know that Lizzie had a brother named David, and it was it was very strange. What, what else did you say, Robert? Uh, maybe I misunderstand. Is it her, her brother? Yes, yes. Her, her brother, David, just like uh, the gentleman at the gas station told us. No, I'm, I'm afraid you are mistaken, Miss Boone. Uh, the gentleman at the gas station uh, indicated that David was Lizzie's cousin. I kind of look from one the, place to yes, another. Yes, same and... word in French. Yes. That is what I heard. I'll take kind of a slug of my, <laughs> slug of my wine and just wave my hand back and forth. Whichever. He, he didn't, he hadn't, uh, he wasn't aware she had someone named David. He wasn't aware of any David. <laughs> yeah. And he had some sort of I don't know, it must have been a machine outside uh, making it look like it was uh like it was daylight. It was very bright. Now, it, was, it was very strange. Let's let let's be clear, Miss Boone. You 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 are you are a lawyer. You believe in facts, yes? This let is us true. make sure the facts of the case are certain. Did Professor Connolly not know what day it was? Or did he simply not agree with you as to what day it was? I point, uh, pointed Robert, uh, kind of flicking my finger back and forth. The telegram! The telegram! Yes, I of the I, telegram. Do, do I have it or you can, uh, you can kept it? Oh, I think he kept it. Okay, so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll say... Mm. 
I I believe he said that this was proof that the machine was working. So where is he? I, what did you do with him? We we talked and I so has the bout of madness passed at this point? Yes, yes. Or, you're, you're fine. Okay. Yes. So yeah, I'm starting to regain some of you know, some control and and I'm re rethinking about Patricia being a spy and all that. Um even feeling a little bit of shame and say, <clears throat> I I do believe that he just was in a different time when we entered that room. And we were not able to to travel together outside of that room. Because he was coming a, here to, to yeah. meet all of you. So took a take a deep drinker for wine and say sort of quietly, he disappeared in my arms. Our arms. Oh, my. So we um, have so we have Mr. Connolly. So we have Professor Connolly as a ghost from the past who seemed calm and collected. And we have Miss LaForge as a ghost from the future who is rather frightened. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And you say you believe the machine somehow. Uh, Mr. Malone, the machine has summoned these ghosts into the house? That's No, I do believe that he said the machine, that it was proved the machine was working or had worked. Um, and I believe he was referring to the suit. So we should go look for that missing piece and try to find out what it actually does. And oh. maybe we can find Ken again. Well, whatever it was, he didn't seem to expect it to work yet. What did you find in those notes of his that you have? Was it all schematics or did he have some sort of journal? Well, I noticed that on in, in his room, in the master room on the second floor, where we run into him, there is a desk. Maybe if we all go together again, maybe we can find something there that is going to tell us what this machine is all about. Why don't we go back there together? Because I I don't trust, you know, that once we leave one room, uh, we're going to be able to get back to the same room at the same time. Patricia will quickly and rather unladylike for for her stuff some of the food in her her mouth and maybe take a piece of bread as she stands up. Well, I love a mystery, so I say let's go. Yes, it seems as yes. good. Any ideas? Any lead on, Mister Malone? Okay, the old stand up and and move towards room number six on the second floor chatting about you know how he looked and you know he, he seemed to be very calm and whatnot okay I, i'm gonna hang to you the know, back and kind of watch out to see if you know maybe any of the other guests are are keeping track of us or anything i think i um 
would also be near the back since I was uh, kind of grabbing food. And I will uh, kind of lean over to Claire and say, uh, I, I, I think I saw Kenneth earlier. I think I saw him again. Simon and I were looking in the large room on the third floor, and I thought I saw his leg go in. He, he had the same boots, but different clothes. Well, maybe he's really here and he's trying to avoid somebody or 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 maybe he's scared of something. She's going to shove a little bit more bread in her mouth, kind of uh, <laughs> terror eating. <laughs> uh, Professor Quinn, by the way, and Diana Carlson uh, walked out of you from walked out with you to the dining room, but then walked into the. Um, Walked into the library again. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be my happily. next question. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that was going to be my next question. So what do we know about these two characters? Because I'm starting to think that they are actually uh, Lizzie and his brother slash cousin. Ah, and they were here before the rest of us. Yes. Did any of us, <laughs> yeah, did any of us have a prior relationship? I've never seen him before. Professor sure. Quinn, would you care to join us? Oh, no, I don't think we all need to go looking around the house for Kenneth. I think it's much more useful for us to understand what's, what this machinery is, don't you? What, what's, uh, can I roll a psychology? Sure. On him. Uh, let's see. Psychology. Oh, I got very good. But it is a no nine. So it's a hard success. Uh, he seems very earnestly interested in getting back to the machine and doesn't seem to have any interest in all of walking around the mansion. By the way, remember, it's it's dark out right now, and I'm assuming that uh, you have flashlights and whatnot. But it is it is dark and you know as you're walking through there are shadows flickering around so the only lit room in the house is the library mm-hmm. i think we all had mm-hmm. candles except for yep. uh simon the reporter who got his flashlight yeah we have at least we have at least a couple of candelabras and then mm-hmm. Mr. Mm-hmm. Steele has his flashlight when you say so the library I'll, is I'll... lit is it like gaslight or electric no, light it, what's it it's, it looks like there's a there's some sort of generator in the room. Oh, okay. So, but um, it's okay. It's a so there is a generator in the room powering that room. Yeah. But the whole house hasn't been electrified. It is not. Okay. Uh, and it, and it's not like it's connecting. It's not keeping the plugs going. It's there are lamps and things that are plugged into cords that lead to the generator type. Um, big house like this, mm-hmm. I presume there are gas lights around. Like sure. Gas lights in the walls. Uh-huh. Um, I I will as we as we walk. I will light them. Uh, they don't seem to turn on. Oh. Odd. Professor Connolly has turned the gas off. Sorry, uh, Alice Elise, are you going into the library as well? Is that what I heard? Yes. Yes, I have a, a book to read. Ah, yes. Well, this would be the place to do it then. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and the rest of you are walking up to the room. Mr. Malone's in front. It sounds like uh, Patricia and Claire in the back. 
yeah. Uh, you get to the door, Mr. Malone. I will open it again. Uh, you finish or I don't know. I, I don't recall if we closed it or, or not. Uh, it is closed now. <clears throat> yeah, I will open it again. And uh, you open it up, and it's a dark bedroom. Mm. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, so I will move towards the desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to move towards the window because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was some sort of light source outside, maybe a little window box side light or something. Sure. And I will stand just inside the door and watch them. <laughs> and Claire? And uh, I, I will stand in the hallway and keep my eye on the stairs as well. Just peek in past Mr. Sinjin's mouth. Okay. Uh, the, the desk is one of those sort of roll-down desks. Uh, you open it up, and uh, there's nothing in it. There's nothing in any of the drawers. There's nothing. There's no pens or paper or little cubby things for holding paper or any of the you know, little things of stamps or whatever. Um, it looks, um, yeah, looks completely empty. So strange. Um, this is a bedroom, right? It is. Yeah. Yep. Is is the bed made? The bed is made. Okay. Uh, what about dust? I'll do a quick dust check. <laughs> does, does I mean, does the room look lived in or? So it looks clean. Go ahead and give me an idea roll. Apologize. I should have had dice ready. Sooner. No, no, no. I forgot. I forgot that that was a thing that was needed. Uh, that is a very good idea. <laughs> that in fact is a uh, a a almost but not quite extreme idea, but a hard idea. Uh, it this room looks very clean, like somebody came in and cleaned it relatively recently, and they they did a lot. They put a lot of effort into cleaning this room. Hmm, suspiciously clean, one might say. I don't believe the gardener be quite so fastidious um well my curiosity has been piqued at that so i will you know look like in the bed look under the bed look around the floor check under the cart check under the rug mm-hmm. uh yeah no it uh it doesn't appear that uh there's anything here, and there's nary a dust bunny floating around. Mm. Uh, is there a wardrobe or closet? Or mm-hmm. yep, there's a there's a little closet there. Uh, is there anything in it? There is. There's a there's a a fine collection of men's clothing. Rifle through those briefly. Appears to be men's clothing. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. Remarkably clean. Mm. Sorry, Claire, you were asking something? 
I just stand in the doorway and shiver a little and say, I don't like this. You know, that's you interesting you'd say that because, <laughs> I mean, you, you shiver a little bit and you realize the reason you're shivering is there's a little bit of, is that snow on your shoulder? And you look around and you realize that in the hallway here, there's a little bit of snow falling down. And as you look down to the other side of this sort of wide open area from where you are, you're pretty sure you see what looks to be a really large lone wolf. And it is snarling at you. And as it <gasps> snarls at you, coming from behind it, two or three other wolves. Well, two or three, it's really an exact. It's three other wolves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, she's, she's afraid she might not be, you know, counting Gosh. very particularly. I shriek. Uh, Miss Whiteley, Claire, shriek. Miss Whiteley, are you okay? Wolves! There are wolves out here. I will rush out to her. Well, she's kind of in the doorway, is where I last placed oh. her. So as yeah. you rush to her, uh, you can see beyond her, and yes, there are wolves uh, making their way slowly menacingly towards pull her you. into the room and shut the door okay i'm pretty sure i know the answer to this but i was examining the window there's not a machine <laughs> out and it's not snowing probably right uh it is not snowing no it is not okay so as i uh, whirl around it's pitch, also... pitch dark out there as far as you can tell mm -hmm. there's nothing going on out there gotcha Okay. It's quite okay. I will, I will just go ahead, Jim. It's quite all right, Miss Whiteley. I'm sure they're simply ghost wolves like the rest of the ghosts. Still, very disturbing. I understand. You all hear a scratching at the door? Come here. Have a seat. Have a seat. Better, you better leave, it, leave that door closed, engines, my. I don't. Uh... I don't know about ghost wolves, but they certainly had sharp teeth. And uh, I'll look around for something pokey. I will lead Miss Whiteley to the bed so that she can have a sit, have a seat, have a sit down. I'll just murmur to myself, "Oh Ken, what have you done? What have you done?" Uh, so Patricia, you can certainly find another uh, candlestick here if you'd like to grab onto that. That's wield it in a club type manner yep after just a it seems like it takes much longer than it probably does you uh you stop hearing the scratching at the door there's silence outside and it's elise you're in the yeah. library yes uh and uh professor uh seamus and uh Diana carlson jump right back into looking at papers and every now and then they sort of get up and they walk around the, the chair where this uh, backpacky type arrangement is there and mm, look at this and oh yes and, uh, are you just sitting in a big old chair and doing some reading yeah I feel like I move aside uh, a bunch of stuff that's sort of not you know and, and make myself a, a comfy place to read 
Yeah, no problem at all. Um, so, yeah, so the book you had, uh, you were going to read, uh, mentioned the Yith, did it not? Mm -hmm. it, it did. Um, and it, you know, I, how much occult type reading have you done before? A lot. Oh, so you would put this in the genre of someone who thinks they know something, but is really filling the pages with a lot of okay. stuff doesn't really sort of connect um, that there's things in here that seem like they might be true. Uh, but a lot of it also seems like, you know, well, so-and-so suggested, and he goes on for three pages about Atlantis type thing. Mm -hmm. and when all else fails, talk about Atlantis. Um, uh, but uh, one of the dominant themes of the whole book is the uh, the Yith and their ability to uh, travel through time. Oh, well, I'll definitely focus in on that. Yeah. Okay. Since that has been that has been discussed. Okay. Uh, give me a library use, I guess. To see how focused you are. Wow. Apparently their conversation is quite loud. I get a 90 out of 83. <laughs> um, yes. So this is not the most hospitable of places to read because they are they are often talking loudly. Could you give me a spot hidden roll? Yeah. Uh, that's better, maybe. It's a hard success. Okay. Uh, one time when you raise your head in just sheer frustration at their chatting away while you're trying to focus, uh, you notice that in the wall behind the chair, uh, there is um, a red splotch that you are sure was not there before. Oh, uh, Professor. No, that's yes. yes, yes, Miss LaForge. What do you see that over there on the wall? Oh, well, look at that. It's some sort of, oh, is that, is that blood? It does look like blood. Perhaps oh. the house is uh, trying to tell us something. And I will stand up, I'll, you know, put my finger in the book and walk over to the, to the splotch. And I'll put my hand on the wall above, above the splotch. Mm-hmm. And, and sort of listen with my hand to see if I hear anything from the wall. Hmm. Uh, go ahead and give me a listen roll. Hmm. Uh, nope. Yeah. So it doesn't seem to be any noises from the wall, but um, as you're standing there with your hand and listening closely, you hear a, a gasp from Miss Carlson and she points and at the, at the, the back of the chair, where the backpack is arranged, mm -hmm. there's now a small hole going through the back of the chair. Um, and if you line the chair up with the blood on the wall, they, they sort of connect nicely. Is there a hole on the wall also? No, but as you sort of poke around and sort of realize that, you, you realize that there's something stuck in the wall there. Oh, what is this? And I will uh, I'll, um, pull out my handkerchief mm -hmm. and uh, 
try to grab onto whatever it is and pull it out of the wall. It appears to be a bullet shell casing. Yeah. Bullet shell. That's what I was expecting. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Well, you said there was a hole in the chair and a blood stain on the wall. That's why I asked yeah, you to no, a hole no. in the wall. Yeah, yeah. No, that seems... Uh, oh, yes. It. Somebody is going to be shot here. Look. Oh. And I'll hold up oh, the, no. the bullet. It's, a, it's the actual bullet, though, right? It's it's the it's not the casing, I assume, in the wall. It's the actual bullet. Yeah, it's bullet. the bullet. Actual yeah. bullet, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like somebody somebody will be shot. Or perhaps somebody was shot. Is the blood uh, wet? Is the bullet stained? Uh, the bullet has a little bit of stain on it, but the blood isn't wet. Okay. And... I will go look at the chair, I guess. The chair shouldn't doesn't have blood on it, does it? Oh no. The the back of the chair now does have blood on it. So how far is the chair from the sorry, wall? The back, sorry. The the part of the chair, if you imagine somebody sitting in the chair, mm-hmm. you get the sense that 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 the bullet went through the person. There's some blood on the back where the, the part where someone's back rests mm-hmm. and then the bullet kept going and hit the wall about five feet beyond that okay and it's a it, and it's a, a i'm gonna pretend that that you said this because i feel like it would Good. be the only way to make it realistic is there's a really big hole in the back of the chair that lots of blood would have gone through to splatter against the wall yes, yes. okay and then that but, but the I bullet said. was stopped by the wall because it's a yes okay yep i'm with you now okay <laughs> perfect <laughs> it's nice when players cooperate isn't it <laughs> oh this is uh, this is a sign. If only we knew what of. Perhaps it is telling us to stop talking. Oh. Um, oh. Well, I don't think we should put on the machinery. Who knows what could happen? There's a. I, I can't. I can't tell from looking. But was any of the machine here damaged? No, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it. It looks like we're. we're the bullet. If, if someone was wearing it, it would be the part of the machine. They they placed the bullet just so it wouldn't hurt the machine. Hmm. Huh. Ah, that is interesting and upsetting. And I'll look around the rest of the room for other signs that things have changed. Yeah, go ahead and give me a spot hidden. Uh, 50 is a success. Okay. Um, the only, so there's nothing in the room itself that seems to have hidden, uh, sort of that, that sort of moved around or anything like that. Uh, but uh, you have the vague sense that um, Professor Quinn and Miss Carlson are really into this trying to understand what's going on here like and not in sort of uh you know basil is sort of like oh my curiosity is peaked like their curiosity is off the charts right now and it wasn't earlier they were they were sort of interested in it and sort of an intellectual oh isn't this very interesting now they're really interested yes yes 
I will say, uh, Professor Queen, um, do you think this rocket could travel somebody through time? Well, I, I would have said it wasn't possible. I know that the notes that uh, Kenneth left suggested something like that, but if I've, See, uh, but I can't imagine how it would happen. But on the other hand, I mean, there are some odd things happening in this house that perhaps they're ghosts, but I don't know. I don't know. Unless people are is, lying to us. What is, you are physics also, are you not? Like the... Uh... Yes, Professor yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And is your area of physics studying time? Oh, no, no, study? not at all. Oh. Not at all. I'm, uh, I'm I'll dabble in, in different areas. I mostly teach at the undergraduate level. I don't have a lot of my own research going on, but. Uh, of course. And you, Miss Carlson, you teach at the, the lower schools. Yes, yes, yes. I'm teaching at a local girls' school. Ah, this, this is, is very good. Quite outside my area of expertise. Mostly, yeah, I'm trying to teach well. girls about gravity, and they're they're all very, very, very intelligent about it all. But uh, it's it's not easy concepts for anybody. Uh, perhaps not. But there are. I have learned many more difficult concepts in the world than. Oh, and the sciences. Oh, wow. Um, would, would, would you care for a cup of tea? I'm thinking of making some tea. That would be very nice. Yes. Thank you. Oh, of course. And she will walk out of the library with a uh, candelabra, actually a candlestick, and uh, make her way towards the kitchen, as far as you can tell. What are the group upstairs doing? You said the scratching at the door stopped? It did. Uh, I will go listen at the door. Don't mm -hmm. open it. Give me a listen roll. Uh, that, I think, is a uh, one point of luck later is a normal success. It's quiet as a tomb out there. I will crack open the door and have a look. It doesn't seem to be anything out there. There's no wolves, no snow. Uh, I will open the door and look out. Yeah, still no wolves or snow. There you are, see, Mrs. You are, Miss Whitley. Ghost wolves, as I said, perhaps from the past, perhaps from the future. We could have asked them to find out. I don't understand. Why would there be ghosts of wolves in the house? Why would there be ghosts of anyone? Who can say? But, oh, I don't understand. I believe that is the case for most of us, I'm afraid, Miss Whitley. We should... Mr. Malone, did you find what you were looking for? No, everything is empty. Um, listen, now that the four of us are here and with a, a moment of privacy, I want to say something aloud. Um, I'm finding this um, situation a little bit 
of course it is strange, but I'm starting to think that uh, this Professor Queen and Miss Car Carlson are not none other than uh, Lizzie and his brother. I mean her brother, um, and I believe they are behind to what. <laughs> uh, yes, you, you keep saying cousin, but that's not what we heard before. But don't worry about that. Um, I'm afraid uh, it is what we heard before, Mr. Malone. But still, please continue. I, I will look. I will look at Patricia for support on the brother angle. But yeah, yeah. So, you know, even more suspicious. I do believe that um, maybe they did something to um, our friend Ken. And that's what they are so interested in fixing or, or solving the suit because they haven't been able to do it by themselves. Maybe they were even the ones that invited us in. And, and you know, my mind is, is, is going very fast and I'm maybe, you know, reaching to conclusions that I shouldn't have. But that's, that's what I'm seeing. Everything, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit shocked uh, with everything that is going on. Well, and that would I'm be a delightful little mystery, wouldn't it? Perhaps they murdered William here in his bed, and that's why the room is so clean. They cleaned it up afterwards. For well, some reason, the, the murdering of, of a king is, doesn't sound delightful to my ears at all, sir. But yes, <laughs> let's try to solve this mystery. Well, Robert, let us, go, let us go question them. Robert, you work with trains. Certainly, you, you know about the... Uh... The, the headlamp. <laughs> Very right. Do you think there could be some projector in here that uh, that maybe those two rigged up to uh, some sort of illusion to let us uh, let us think we saw Kenneth? That will be very advanced. In but uh, after what why, we why saw, would they... I, I do believe I I was holding Ken in my arms when when we left this room. He was he was not a projection, you know, Patricia. You know, he was here with us. He just disappeared. I, I, I suppose I'm just I'm hesitant to believe in ghosts. But no, yes, it's, it's not a ghost. It's, it's science. Ken is a scientist. Do you think? Do you think if I got those papers from my room, you could maybe use them to help make sense of this? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's going to be a good start. You know, maybe. If, yeah, let's go to your to look for those papers. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's stay together. I, I'm, I'm yes, not yes, yes, definitely. We should stay well, come together. Miss, come, Miss Whitley. We will return to uh, <clears throat> Miss LaForge, and we can put the question to Professor Quinn and Miss Carlson as to whether they are who they claim to be. But what about going with them to get their papers? Oh, I'm certain they'll be fine. Well, okay. <laughs> Patricia gives, gives a very difficult to read look at the two departing people as if she's not quite sure what to think herself. But on to the bedroom. Yep, let's, let's go and go um, read those Some, papers. Somehow I knew those two were going to end up in a bedroom together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're headed back to the library. Yeah, let's let's go to the bedroom first. <laughs> okay. Um, On the way, after we have sufficient distance to, I'll uh, I'll sort of um, speak to Robert and say, uh, yes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of the others in this 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 ghost this ghost thing. I, I'm 
sure there must be a scientific explanation. Timothy was a genius. Well, I I remember that he was very smart. And if you have enough money to retire and do nothing else than to, you know, work on your projects, maybe you can be um, an achiever as uh, he looks as looks to be the case here, you know, we've came achieve something that we cannot comprehend. And we're just experiencing the top of the iceberg here, uh, Patricia. I think you might be right. She'll go over to the uh, the wardrobe and grab her bag off the top. And Well, hold on. Oh. No, they're not moving that fast. No, you're having a lighthearted <laughs> conversation up the stairs. Let's, uh, let's space things out a little bit here. First of all, we'll give Basil and uh, Claire a chance. Uh, the two of you are walking down the stairs mid-confrontation. As you get just to the bottom, you are sure that you see uh, two figures over in the uh, in the north uh, west corner over by the servants' uh, stairs. You are sure you see uh, walking around in movement over in that area. <laughs> figures that we recognize, or you don't. Over there. Uh, hello. <laughs> I just uh, shake men, my head. Men, women. Uh, uh, probably men from their size, tall. Excuse me, gentlemen. Are you walking over towards them? Um. I don't know that you just need to walk towards them. Just calling to them is enough for the moment. They sort of stop moving around and they look at you, but they don't move. <clears throat> Good evening, gentlemen. Are, are you part of the staff? <laughs> uh, and they begin to walk towards you. And you realize that... Um, these are not men. They they look to be they're tall and they look strong, but uh, underneath their regular arms, it looks like they have smaller arms, and their heads are sort of this odd combination of like a snake and a rhinoceros and maybe like the 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 lobster sort of antenna type thing. They're each carrying these rods with little gems at the top of them. They look at you very curiously. If I could get sanity rolls, that would be great. Uh, that is at least a hard success. Right, That's so, a failure. That's a D6 for failure and strangely enough, nothing for passing. <laughs> Not sure how they come up with these things, but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> How'd you do, Claire? I lost three. Okay, good. And uh, and they they look at you and they start making this sort of odd <coughs> noise. It's halfway between like a click and a 
and a hissing noise. I, 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 I proceed to climb on top of Basil's back and shriek. <laughs> Miss Whiteley, please, please control yourself. Basil, you have a woman on your back. I do apologize, gentlemen. I... <laughs> they are walking closer towards you, still looking at you, not threateningly, but sort of curiously. I must ask, gentlemen, please, what are you doing here? If you are not, if you are not, if you are not part of the staff and you have not been invited by uh, Professor Connolly, I must ask you to leave immediately. You're frightening the lady. I am, I am, I am like trying to drag him backwards just by pulling him. And they kind of look at each other and they they pick up their rods and they you know sort of hold them out in sort of a in a Gandalfian type way and they begin to move towards you. What are those things, gentlemen? You wish well, to engage in, some, in some fisticuffs? <laughs> so that's I will see you out of the house if you wish. That's a 39. Those are both successes. If I could each have you give me a con roll, please. Constitution, say. Yes, yes. Constitution. That's actually a hard success. I'll be damned. <laughs> Let's see here. That's not that's what I was fail. expecting. Okay. So, uh, Basil, you, you are talking to them quite reasonably as a gentleman would. And uh, these beams of sort of purplish light come out from the top of their their staffs. And it sort of hits you and tingles a little bit. Uh, but you notice immediately that, uh, that the grasping hand that was pulling at the back of your jacket suddenly stops. And at your feet, you... You, could, you you hear and feel uh, Miss Whiteley just collapse at your feet. <laughs> for four Gentlemen, rounds. really now. There's no need for the. There's no need to be harming the ladies. <clears throat> Come, I will see you out, and I will I will kneel down just to check on her, make sure she's just, you know just fainted or something. Uh, it does seem that she is just fainted? Yes. Okay, and then I will stride boldly towards the two men. Well, so you look at her to make sure that she's um, not dead. And when your head sort of turns back towards them, they're gone. Ah, ghosts, of course. Strange ones, to be sure. Unfortunately, Miss <clears throat> Whiteley has taken the vapors. <sighs> Miss Whiteley, are you okay? I'll kind of kneel down and you know lift her head up and. Uh, <laughs> I do not pass a first aid roll. <laughs> well, that's okay. Your calm, reassuring presence is enough to alert her back again. Oh my! It's okay, Whiteley. The ghosts have gone. The ghosts have gone. Oh, the the the. The pain! Oh my goodness, I think my hair tingles. <sighs> perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps we should find someone to drive you back to the city. Oh, no, I, 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 I feel like I'm, I, I must 
find out what's happening. Um, I mean, Dr. Connolly, was he taken by those things? Was, I mean, are they, are they space beings or, or time beings that have come and, and hold him away? Is he their, their prisoner and we need to save him? If you're certain you wish to stay. I, I do, I do. I think we, I think maybe uh, Robert was right. We have to find a little box that, that um, maybe they're even looking for it too. I mean, maybe this is all just tricks they're playing on us to make us go crazy. <clears throat> that may well be the case. Well, if you're feeling up to it, I'm going to help you to your feet, miss, and let us go <clears throat> inquire as to the truth of uh, Professor Quinn and Miss Carlson's identity. Uh Okay. Okay. So upstairs. When, when she's ready, I'll help her to her feet. Will do. Uh, upstairs, uh, Patricia and Robert, you've gone t to Patricia's room. Boom, chicka, boom, chicka. <laughs> <laughs> Very suspicious indeed that she want, wants me here now. <laughs> Where are the papers? For her part, she's beginning to feel as if. This strange man is her only ally in this uh, <laughs> in this house. Yeah, so she'll uh, yeah, so she'll go directly over, kind of all business though, and uh, to her. I think she stashed them in a bag on top of her wardrobe. Was the plan? Yes, kind of threw them over there and ran back down to make sure people weren't stealing more papers. Yep. Yeah. Right. Are you looking okay. through them now, or are you just taking them to where the whole group is? What's your plan? No, I, I will. I will take a look at them right now. I want to see what what secrets they hold. Okay. Uh, give me a library use. Can I give him a hand while we're doing? Oh, this? I assume you're looking through as well. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Aha. Mm -hmm. Man. Wish I had some more important roles. That's an odd seven. Well, this may be important. That's an extreme success. Yeah, yeah, because I failed. I'm okay. trying still to make some sense of what's the direction of, <laughs> you yeah. know, what what node goes first and whatnot. I sure. uh, yeah, I glanced through them earlier, so I had kind of a sense of what they were, vaguely. Yeah. Uh, so is your pouring through uh two things happen one is uh patricia you do uh you find what looks to be um pages that are more written in a journal style it looks to be in uh, kenneth's handwriting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. put those up soon in the notes but before we do that uh perhaps robert this is why you are not sort of so good at your library use you're a little nervous around this house and you happen to glance up and you you see uh william standing in the doorway uh but he looks older he's got a long gray covid type beard going on um his face looks wrinkly uh he he, he just his clothes look sort of torn and tattered What's most sort of catching of your eye is that he is 
brandishing a very, very large axe. <laughs> and he looks at you and says, where is she? Where is she? Sort of looks okay. looks right at you, Patricia. Says one more time, "Where is she?" I think we'll stop there for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Very fun. <sighs> yeah, we have no clue of what's going on, but at least we <laughs> we're having fun. <laughs> Well, you said be... William. Yeah, the the groundskeeper. The gardener is that the gardener? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Whew. Um, I think we probably have, and obviously this is a bit of a crapshoot with this group, but I think we probably have one more session. Mm. Okay. But of course, if we go into the future, then it may be several more. Exactly. (laughs) Already. And there are notes in the notes, but we won't get to those till after we resolve the guy with the axe at the doorway. So thanks, everybody. Yeah. Already. Thank you. Talk to you all soon. Have a good good week. Cheers. Good time. Bye.